I must in all honesty say at the very beginning of our week together, I love you and have for a long time. Now many of you say, that's strange, you don't even know me. Well, I know more about you than you think that I know. You are a singular group of people in the contribution that you make to the Lord's work in your church. And I want to say to you that indeed I do love you for all that you mean to the kingdom of God. My relationship with this department has been a loving one for a number of years. And to have this opportunity, Mansell is a, uh, is a highlight of my ministry. And to come and for us to share together around the word of God in these few days together. I want to just talk. I'm not going to preach. I hope that it will be a devotion, and I pray that it will be a blessing to your soul and to mine as we share together. This morning, I want us to focus around some scripture that deals with the friendship of Jesus. In Proverbs, the 17th chapter and the 17th verse, we read, a friend loves at all times. And in that same Proverbs, in the 18th chapter, we read this significant truth. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. The definitive word for me in the matter of friendship comes from the heart and the lips of our Lord Jesus. In the 15th chapter of John's Gospel, beginning at the ninth verse, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy might be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command, I no longer call you servants. Because a servant does not know his master's business. 
Indeed, I have called you friends, for everything that I learned from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. There are millions and millions of people all over the world today who are so lonesome they don't know what to do. Living day to day without the friendship and the love that comes from close friendship. There's a little boy who said it this way. A friend is a fella who knows all about you and likes you anyway. One was asked as he sailed through a particularly difficult time in his life how in the world he had managed to have the strength to meet the crisis and his simple response was, I had a friend. There is really no way in the whole wide world that you and I can put a proper value upon real friendship. The gift of friendship from another can well be life's most precious gift. And when in our own discipline we can somehow be a friend, a real friend, to someone else, we give the very essence of our own lives to them. It's a good day when folks who have been lovers suddenly discover that they are really friends, too. It was a good day for me when seeing my children grow up to maturity, change from simply being brothers and sisters to entering into a sacred circle of being friends with each other. A lot of times, brothers and sisters never ever become friends, and that's sad. And it was a happy experience for me as one by one, in different circumstances and really brought about by different kind of events, when each one of my four children, when suddenly we discovered we were not only dad and son or dad and daughter, but we were friends, and we could talk as friends. I, I think 
that it's fair to say to you that in my, in my years, the years, the glorious and good and wonderful years that God gave me as a pastor, 31 years in the pastorate, almost 11 years at the board, I tried to base my management style, whether at church or at the board, based on friendship. Couldn't always work, didn't always work, but that was the basic philosophy I have tried to have in my own life. Jesus talked a lot about friends and about friendship. Can you imagine for just a moment what it was like to be in that intimate circle of the friends of Jesus, to walk with him, to listen to him as he talked, as they were moving down some dusty roads, or as they looked over at Jerusalem, or as they had all kinds of experiences around the Lake of Galilee, to be an intimate friend of Jesus. Wouldn't it have been wonderful to be able to slip down by the fireside when Jesus was talking to his friends and they were talking to him? Mary and Martha and Lazarus were the friends of Jesus. You see, I think when you and I discover the truth, and I believe it to be a basic truth, that Jesus needed friendship just as much as others needed his friendship, I think we begin to see the possibility of our own relationship to him. Jesus needed whatever it is that true friendship produces between the lives of two people. He lifted and changed the common everyday elements of life. He gave a whole new meaning to duty and to life and to worth and to beauty and also to friendship. Most of us really want to be our best around our friends. One of the things about being with a friend is that you can relax. You know you're not on the judgment seat. But you do want to be your best around your friends. And love is that basic ingredient of friendship. And Jesus set a whole new standard the world had some age on it by the time that Jesus was born and that he lived and he taught. And there had been a lot of standards set for a lot of things. But Jesus set a whole new standard in this matter of friendship. He said, love one another by what measure? As I have loved you. I don't think I have ever really understood 
as I've thought about it and prayed about it and studied about it, I'm, I'm certain I've never really come to grips with the, the depth and the reality of the love that Jesus Christ has had and has for Ralph McIntyre. And I dare say you haven't either in your own life. The depth of that love, the width of it, However much it is, far beyond any of, any of us in our ability to understand that, that's the measure that he set for us. He said, don't use anybody else's measuring rod. This is the stick by which I want you to measure your love for others as I have loved you. The past four years have been eminently rich years for my own life. As Mansell said, I retired from the board some five years ago, the end of next month, and then had an invitation a few months later to come and be a part of the executive staff for the Baptist World Alliance. And in that capacity, over the last four years, I've traveled a half a million miles around the world and made a lot of new acquaintances and some very treasured friends. I'm just back from two weeks in Amsterdam. My body clock is still set on that time. And I'm glad I brought a coffee cup and an immersion heater and some instant coffee because at four o'clock this morning, I was wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I fixed a cup of coffee and sat up in bed and prayed a while and thought about what I wanted to share under the Lord here this morning. Friendship is a great thing. The meeting in Amsterdam was concluding four years of four annual conversations with world Mennonites. Seven of us on the Baptist team, seven in the world Mennonite team. We came from all over the world. And we learned in the course of the four years that we sure did love each other. That while we had so many things in common, a few differences about our beliefs, we found that we were the same kind of folk and it was a rich and a glorious experience. And before the week is over, I want to tell you some of the highlights of that particular conference and some of the gifts that God gave us in an ability to handle Baptist history in Amsterdam, which is such an important place in our history. I don't have time this morning, but I want to before the week is over. Jesus set a new type for friendship in him Friendship changed new realities. There are some distinctive marks of Christian friendship. I'd like to speak about 10 minutes on each of these seven things, but I will not. All I will do, Mansell, is mention them. The distinctive marks 
of Christian friendships. There is a difference in Christian friendship and friendships outside the Christian circle. What are the marks of the Christian friend? Mutual love for God and each other. Christian friendship takes on a tenderness of the friendships that Jesus knew where tenderness and strength are combined. And we see that illustrated in Jesus' love for John and the little children and even as he wept over Jerusalem. A distinctive mark of Christian friendship is patience. My, when you stop to think about what Jesus had to put up with and the 12 disciples that he selected, how patient he was with them. And as I read that, I say, thank you, Jesus, for being patient with me, too, along the way. Unselfishness. When you're a true friend, it's not how little you can share with somebody, but how much you can share. The mark, true mark of a Christian friendship is that it's never stopped by the discovery of faults. Now, it's a bad thing to be disappointed in a friend. But they don't stop being your friend if you're a Christian. One of the marks of a Christian friend is that a Christian seeks the highest good for his friends. And he's always sympathetic. Somebody wrote, there are two great ills of society today. One is ignorance and the other is apathy. And the fellow heard that and he said, well, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Friends care. So you and Jesus, the question this morning is, are you a friend of Jesus? He's a friend of yours. In the close of the Bible, we see him standing at the door and knocking. And he says, if you'll open the door, latches on your side, I'll come in. We'll have fellowship together and we'll have good times as friends. He is ready. Are you? Love is the theme. Love is supreme. Friendship is worth working at. Friendship with Jesus and in Jesus and with each other is a rare treasure for us to hold in our hands and to live out our lives. Our Father in heaven, how we thank you that you have chosen us to be your friend. And Father, that, that humbles us that you would want us to be your friend. Dear God, forgive us for all the times we've been blind and deaf and dumb and we've turned a cold shoulder to you when you've wanted to walk with us in friendship. When we've been too busy, 
or too ignorant. God, by your Holy Spirit within us, make us sensitive to your wooing call when you want to take a friendly walk with us. Help us to be ready. In the name of Jesus, amen.